Hello and welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Waima. Today I'm with, um, why is your name killing me today? Sandro Lovnitschke. Is that right? Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Amazing. <laughs> we practiced a couple of times before we actually started the show. Um, he is the creator of Beamer, which if you're doing routing within Flutter, most likely you've definitely taken a look at Beamer. It's basically, uh, at, when I took a look at it, it was the application or the, sorry, the package for routing. So welcome to the show. All the way from Croatia, right? Yeah, yeah. Great to be here. And let's get going. Yeah, why don't you do a quick introdu- introduction about yourself? Yeah, uh, well, I'm, as you beautifully said, Sandro Lovnitschke uh, from Croatia, Zagreb. Uh, I'm working in Friend with Fire, that's a gaming cafe franchise. We're currently in the process of expanding and rebranding our software, uh, rewriting stuff. Uh, so... Uh, I'm yeah, and as a part of what we're doing in Friendly Fire, we decided to build things with Flutter. That means the mobile application and the desktop app, because we have those gaming centers where you uh, walk in and there are computers you can play games on them. But the software that welcomes you is the Flutter application. It's the same app as on mobile. Uh, with many additional features, desktop-related stuff. So, as a part of that, we were also planning to target the web, and then I, kind of in the late 2020, I I saw that Navigator 2.0 came out and started to play around with it uh, within the Friendly Fire app, and then it kind of I, I saw I could I could make it into a package, and then I published it as Beamer. It took me probably a month to figure out a name for it and yeah somewhere in the January of 21 I published Beamer and I'm maintaining it since. I'm also organizing GDG Zagreb and co-organizing and helping with Flutter Croatia. So I think that's that in short. Now wait the name Beamer, is that just because you can beam me there, beam me there? Like, are you a big Star Trek fan or how does the... Yeah, the yeah, name? definitely. I, I wouldn't say I'm a big Star Trek fan, but yeah, at the time, I think I was watching Star Trek. Uh, I mean, I watched it as a kid on television and stuff. hadn't really watched it as an adult since, like, maybe recently, a couple of years ago, I started to watch it. Watch it, uh, The Next Generation, the classic, and... But I didn't have it... Like, I was watching a show and I was developing Beamer simultaneously, but I didn't, it didn't click to me that it could be called Beamer. I was, for a long time, I was, uh, I was thinking out, what should I name it? Because you cannot name it Router, you cannot name it Navigator, those are all existing. There were existing packages like Sailor, uh, Voyager, um, stuff like that, uh, that has to do something with navigation. And then, and then, yeah, it kind of clicked one day, and I realized, wow, it's it's because it really is like teleporting. The the new navigator API is the declarative API is like that. You always have to define the exact stack of pages where you want to be. So kind of beaming, teleporting there, yeah. And that's why Beamer Beamer is also very similar word to router which Beamer really is under the hood. If you put multiple Beamers in the widget tree, those are just wrapped routers that can communicate with each other. And Now, Beamer, right? Did this, I mean, I think a lot of routing packages came about uh, when Router 2.0 came out. Is that also true for Beamer's story? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the, the officially the, the API came Maybe in in fall of 2020, something like that, but I might be mistaken. And at that time, there was nothing about it, uh, no articles, except the one, the official one from John Ryan, where he explained the the, the new API on a simple example, the books example, that that uh, stayed a classic go-to example for all the packages. Uh, all of them were 
just uh, showcased through that book's example. Uh, so yeah, there was nothing. There was that, and there was uh, the the official API document uh, from Google uh, that was shared somewhere. I don't know how how did I find it. And yeah, I started to play around with it uh, in the late twenty twenty. Probably, I think, and when Beamer was published in January, I think it was it was definitely one of the first to do that but pretty soon over the next two three months uh like 50 new ones came out and then when uh, that's when the uh how was it called the uxr uh, the flutter uxr uh user experience research about navigator 2.0 came out and they were like uh, checking out all the popular ones and then trying to figure out which one is the best and that took like maybe six months in total and they ended up with Beamer, vRouter and AutoRoute and they they weren't able to just pick one so they said all of them are good and that's that's how UXR uh, ended so I got a t-shirt and that's about it. Oh, that's quite interesting. Yeah, and then only later on the the Go router appeared that then skyrocketed in popularity because it's it was from a well known uh, person in the community, and now it's uh, a part of the packages ecosystem because Chris is uh, no longer in, in the Flutter team. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about like did the UXR people did they, did they come contact you? Maybe we can kind of talk a little bit about what this is, right? I don't know if anybody knows, but. In a previous previous episode, we did talk with Chris. Um, we did talk a little bit about his Go router package, and he did talk about UXR at the time. I think UXR was still in the process when I was talking to him, so he couldn't say too much at that time. Um, when they did this process, they did talk to you directly, and they said, "Hey, we're doing this study." Yeah, you know what? Can you tell us like what the interaction was like? So, actually, sorry, one more thing too. Let's also talk about this too. So we say UXR, but people probably may not understand what UXR is. That's the user experience research, right? Research, yeah. And that's a public repository in the Flutter organization on GitHub. And I haven't checked it out uh, for some time, but there was the navigator research, and I think there was some some other. So that they're, they're trying to like do a research, a study of the... Of the API of the usability and they so I'm not sure how did he did they contact me uh, about when that started because that was a year and a half ago I really don't remember how it started uh, but yeah we were invited to upload our examples so yeah first of all first they defined some common scenarios and I think it all started with an issue on a Flutter report where someone said that the new Navigator API is not, uh, it's really too complex. And then they started working out what would be the, some useful scenarios like bottom navigation, uh, uh, authentication flow, uh, multiple tabs, deep stacks and stuff like that. So they defined like six uh, scenarios and then they invited us, the package authors, to, to upload our, how would we implement those scenarios in the, with our package. And then they reviewed that code. And after that, I mean, there was a lot of discussion uh, about, a lot of people uh, were, were there that gave their opinion of what should scenarios look like? Uh, why would we want that? How, should, how? What should this mean? What should that mean? And stuff like that. But after we uploaded the examples, then they uh, they conducted a study of. I'm not sure were they like randomly picked developers, but there were definitely multiple uh, uh, expert developers, uh, junior developers, all kind of developers that were invited to that uh, process to evaluate what they think about the code that we provided. And I think that was mostly done by just reading the code. 
So this was that kind of uh, uh, investigation about the API usability. So how, how does it feel? How does it, the, is it, is it clear just by reading the code? And, and the results were published and they, they can definitely be found in that repository, I guess, uh, the results of that study and the results of that study were inconclusive. Like some of the packages were better at that, some at some other thing. So there were, there were no package of the tree that was best in all scenarios. Now, did they say like which things that Beamer did good compared to others? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now where did, I want to know where did Beamer actually excel? And where did Beamer need some improvement according to UXR? According to UXR, I remember the improvement where we need improvement is the guarding API. Like uh, to most uh, participants, it was not very clear uh, the naming of the parameters. It was not straightforward. What does that mean? And so because in guard, you have to define which routes are you guarding? Are you want to guard maybe the opposite and that that parameter was kind of for example in most cases you want to guard everything except the login route so it would be tedious to define all the routes that you want to guard so i made the api that you can also just put login and then put uh, true to the non-matching parameter and this was not clear to to participants that this is how it's done but uh then this was, so we need improvement in guards, uh, but I would say the, the guarding stuff, this is not necessary. So you can do all of that customly. So sometimes it's hard to draw the line what a routing package should handle and what should it not. Uh, so yeah, guarding was always, I considered it always like a bonus, not like a, a core feature. Uh, and then I remember the, the simplicity of how you can use the uh, routes location builder. I think that was a plus for Beamer. And definitely how you can insert Beamers uh, into the widget tree to have nested navigation. That was a big plus that uh, other packages don't really have like that. So your buddy has found us, uh, I think I pronounced the name Magurdas. Oh, Mangerdas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had a drink on Friday. He visited Croatia. <laughs> Apparently, he's been following you because he asked a question for you. He asks, what's the best state management solution that works great <laughs> with Beamer? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Mangerdas, uh, <laughs> I don't want to disclose my favorite state management, but I would say the book. Uh, I, I've been using block in some <clears throat> in some very weird scenarios in Beamer because we can get to that because there are the Beam Locations API that's kind of a, uh, more intermediate to advanced usage of Beamer because you can use Beamer in two ways. You can use it like a, a, like a very simple usage where you can just define a map of routes and you can use it by extending and defining your own Beam Locations and there you can, I mean, you can use anything else. You don't have to use block, but uh, you can you can bundle stuff inside Beam Location that would be scoped just to those page stacks and stuff like that. But I think we'll get to there. So Mangerdas, yeah, <laughs> just, but he, he is joking. He's messing with me, I know. So yeah, block, I'd say. Well, you and Mangerdas, you guys do something together, right? Because you sent me your... Yeah. So you just presented to Lithuania, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that Flutter Lithuania? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Mangerdas is the... Yeah, but also... Yeah, he was a host for that, yes. But also, you guys also do something else together, right? Yeah, yeah. We do uh, Flutter Dartist Twitter space uh, with Danny. So the three of us kind of have a weekly Twitter space where we talk about Flutter, what happened in Flutter in the past week. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's kind of like a very casual uh, chat where we have a lot of jokes also. So it's nothing serious. It's, it's, it's a fun place to be on Friday evening. Yeah. Now, is that where you spend your Friday evenings every Friday? 
not unfortunately not every Friday, but we have to work on that to make it more regular. Uh, yeah, and it's not evening for me, so it's like uh, 5 p.m. But yeah, when when we when we uh, when we do it, that's definitely I spent my Friday there. Okay, so you you get, let's go back to the UXR, right? You got the UXR. Um, you got some places to improve. Now I don't think you answered this yet, but like, where did Beamer actually excel? Did they say that? Yeah, I did. So in the in two things, I'd say in the simplicity of of the the routes location API that Beamer has, where you can just define the routes map like you would do previously in in uh, Navigator one, where you could just declare the routes map in the material app if I remember correctly. So I was aiming to be very similar to that, so users can transition easily. Uh, but then the other thing where I'm most proud of Beamer is that you can insert Beamer widgets anywhere in the widget tree where you want to have a nested navigator. That's something that other packages don't do or didn't do at the time. Or, or did in some uh, different ways that's, uh, that were like... Um, many packages have some custom widgets that are kind of enhancing or overriding the existing widgets, for example, for, for tab bar or for bottom bar, anything like that. So if you want nested navigation like that, you would have to use their uh, widgets and kind of work around that logic. I'm not sure. I haven't used haven't used other packages a lot, so I might be wrong. So you're saying your default navigation package you always reach for is? Well, Beamer, yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you actually ever tried any other uh, routing packages? Just kind of curious, like, because, I mean, you must be able to get, you must try just to get some ideas and to see how you stack up, right? Yeah, I, I ran a couple of examples, especially when the UXR. Uh, was uh, I, I I definitely cloned that repo and ran some of the examples to see are are they really doing uh, the stuff that they should be doing? But yeah, for 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 projects, I haven't used any from scratch. I haven't tried to implement any myself. Now this is something interesting. So Mangardas also mentioned that Beamer is also great at nested navigation. Not all navigation packages offer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the second thing I'm mentioning that the UXR concluded. So yeah, in Beamer, Beamer is practically, uh, I wouldn't say the only one, but one of the rare ones that I know that can, that can do arbitrary nested navigation. And that could be seen quite nicely in the talk that I did for Flutter Lithuania about multiple navigators. So, so yeah, and maybe not a lot of people know or agree about what nested navigation means. And that was also a discussion at the beginning of UXR. A lot of people had different opinions what nested navigation means. But nested navigation to me means that you have a nested navigator somewhere in your widget tree. So the navigator that is not full screen. And that's the nested navigation. So navigation in just a part of your screen that doesn't influence other parts that's nice to navigation now for that one um what i wanted to ask is did you, you take you did you actually watch the episode with route master yeah in here or no now did you see that he helped to do the demo for um super list right yeah and I think he said he had to add some extra APIs to make this thing work. Like, can you actually do something like this within Beamer already? Uh, yeah, I remember that example from Twitter. I've seen the video and it looks amazing. Uh, it's definitely a complex scenario, but I think it can be done with Beamer right now. Yeah. And that'd be a nested navigation, no? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that part. Yeah, that would be a nested navigation for me. Yeah, as I realized, I think Tom is doing it somehow differently, but I'm not sure how I haven't uh, studied it. But I remember the episode with Tom, uh, I listened to it, I didn't watch. Uh, and I, I'm really 
happy to hear uh, everything what he said because I agree in I think 99% of the stuff that he said on your show I completely agree with that uh, how he commented on the whole thing that was happening with the router and with uh, the UXR and with uh, go router and with the current state uh, where it's all going it's really summed it up nicely now I think what he also said too is like he took a look at this router 2.0 and he was like this is horrible or something like that right he also had the same feeling too right yeah I, I mean I didn't I think I, at first I didn't think it was horrible but I definitely thought it's strange uh, why why should it be like that and but then I, I quickly realized what what is the goal and kind of once you understand what's happening, you see that all of that is really necessary. And, and there, that's why it's so difficult to create a package uh, that would solve every, every problem that a developer could have. Because navigation can be arbitrary. Like some designer can design like anything they can think of. Uh, they don't know how is this possible. And I don't have much experience with other frameworks but I'm not sure how is it how is it solved there how, how would you implement arbitrary navigation but arbitrary navigation was definitely not possible with the previous navigator one so they had to do it uh, but yeah maybe maybe they could have provided uh, some simple like widget that could be like one of our packages from start they could have implemented that into Flutter and maybe but still still other packages would emerge. Yeah. Now nested navigation, right? So it's literally two navigation two net two navigation widgets, right? I think they're called navigator or navigator or navigation. It's from navigator, right? Navigator, yeah. Okay, so new it's basically it's two navigators underneath one after the other. How is it that it could understand which one it should be targeting? Like, I don't understand how that works. Is it that, like, it just ignores the beginning part, or how does that work? Yeah, well, in Beamer, uh, you, always have, you always have to start with the root navigator. And that's why you, you construct your material app with .router constructor. So you, you have to do that. So everything that comes into your application, uh, which is, like, and that root router has its configuration. Uh, and it then the root router must accept all the paths that the the nested navigators or routers uh, might accept. So he has to accept them all, and just like it, the route doesn't get passed down because. But uh, when you when you enter the from the root router when you enter the the application, then the application decides which uh, router can handle that and so the, the most common example is bottom navigation you, when you want uh, to have bottom navigation for example two items uh, in, in bottom items and then if you want to preserve the navigation stack of each tab like in twitter application or i i guess most applications so if you like like our own profile and you go somewhere deep into settings and then you switch the the bottom tab to go on news or something open the news then when you go back to the profile you would like to be on the settings where you left off so and this is the use case you you essentially have two navigators because navigator is the thing that keeps the stack of pages so you put one navigator that would be shown on tab one and second navigator on tab two but above them, there is a root navigator that can accept anything, and then it just gets passed down to the one. So if if the the route information that went into the root router contained something like profile, or it should be handled by the profile tab, then you would build the application that first tab initially. And as you go, uh, as you navigate to those through those tabs and through those navigators, all of them must communicate back to the to their parent router, which then uh, notifies the platform. This, in most cases, that's the updating the URL on web. So, 
all of them have to communicate the route information back. Uh, but yeah, it's it's sort of like that. It, it's like a with the tree. It's it's like a tree of routers. So you have the root one always. Then you have can have any of them below. With some logic, you decide which one will be shown. But that's the that's the application logic that that isn't handled in Beamer because you have to decide which tab do you want to be active on in the bottom tab navigation. So I don't consider this as a responsibility for Beamer. So developer can uh, decide that. Okay. Yeah, and then the each router, when you insert it somewhere in the widget tree, has its own configuration, like a list of routes that it can handle. So, yeah. And it automatically knows about the previous prefix, so then it would just ignore all that part, right? Well, it could be like that, but it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be, because you could... You don't need to have a shared prefix for all of the nested routers. You can uh, you can have arbitrary routes. So you don't have to have anything shared. So those are again those are scenarios uh, because you can really do whatever you want, and that's why most people uh, people don't usually agree on what should the route structure even be and, and how to accomplish something. So yeah, it's a hard problem in general. Yeah, this is definitely true. Um, figuring out routing structure. I mean, do you have like a recommended way that you would recommend people to like to start to create their own custom routes for their app? Uh, well, it, it it really depends on what's the app. So, but there are some basic guidelines. Like if you have a simple application that doesn't have a bottom navigation, or so if you don't need nested navigation, that means that you're gonna have just a single single router, that's gonna be the material app dot router. So you wouldn't need to insert Beamer anywhere because that's the so you, you just need to define which routes do you want. And then if you have like maybe less than ten screens and routes, then I would suggest to use the routes location builder in Beamer. And if you have more than that, especially if you have routes that that are quite different, so if you can, uh, for example, shop-related routes, if you can go like five, six levels deep into the shop, like categories, items, stuff like that. And then if you have profile where you can also go like five, six steps deep, settings, friends, uh, stuff like that, then I would suggest to not use the routes location builder because there would be too many routes. I would suggest then to start exploring the beam locations. And the beam location is that like intermediate uh, API where you can, beam locations are really uh, built exactly how Navigator 2.0 was meant to be used. Uh, so you really, in beam location, so you extend a class that's called beam location, and then it tells you that you need to override two, two functions. You need to override uh, path patterns, where you specify which paths does this beam location handle. So if it's a beam location responsible for shop, it will handle slash shop, slash shop category, slash shop item, slash shop item, item ID, stuff like that. And then another function that you need to override is build pages. And that's, and you get what was the path that you're, we were talking about. What of the ones that you can, the Beam Location can support, which ones are we currently uh, need to build. So there in the build pages, you literally return a list of pages that you want to be stacked on the screen. So if a path was, for example, slash shop slash categories, you would in the build pages uh, override, you would return a list of two screens, that's uh, shop main screen and categories screen, stuff like that. So you are really, uh, because Navigator 2.0 is all about rebuilding a navigator with a new list of pages. So that's how Beam Location kind of tries to aid this process, where you just need to build those, you don't need to maintain how is this navigator rebuilt? When? How does it react to stuff? You just need to provide the pages. And you can do arbitrary uh, stacks of pages. So 
the the good thing here is that for example maybe on some crazy condition for example if you enter the route uh, slash shop slash items slash item id so you would stack three screens shop main items list and item details and for example for some reason uh, where that you want to at some point, for example, you do something on your item details screen that changes some your some of your state, and that state, for some reason, tells you that right now you don't really want anything in that page text. You, you don't want shop. You, for example, you don't want items list anymore to be the second page in the stack. You can do that. So you can do that. You can just rebuild it. I mean, the screen will look uh, the same as it looked before but the middle page would be gone and then you can just go from the item details back to the shop skipping the one uh, in between and that's something that was also impossible with uh, navigator one and that's something that with beam locations you can do pretty naturally but uh, if you would to use uh, routes location builder the, the simple api or any some other package just cannot do something like that then you whenever you, your route is uh, whenever you need item details you would get three pages stack you couldn't control that you cannot control that with many packages so that's that's the power of beam locations and and but the point of beam locations was to to separate so you have some large uh, stacks of shop pages, large stacks of profile pages. You don't want to keep them all in the same place and manage the stack of pages like you have man too many combinations. So beam locations are just for separating those, I call them contextually different page stacks. So you can manage the profile pages and shop pages separately. And also you can, for example, uh, uh, tie uh, some kind of a, for example, cart card state or something just to the shop pages and not to the profile pages because you're we are still dealing with one navigator you have not one navigator that would either show some shop pages profile pages stuff like that but beam locations are you can still uh still uh couple some things uh, to one and not the other uh, so yeah, if you have a complex application, definitely use Beam Locations. If you can have a simple application, then use Routes Location Builder. Uh, that that's the kind of advice. And and then if you want uh, nested navigation, like you want to insert navigator somewhere in the tree, when you have bottom bar navigation or some crazy other example where you just want to have a portion of the screen navigatable then you just insert beamer into you don't have to worry about anything api is the same uh, so how you define the routes either via routes location builder or by beam locations it's the same it's it, just to that beamer that you inserted anywhere in the widget tree you just provide the configuration you configure every beamer the same so it, it doesn't really it doesn't really require any leap of knowledge to use nested navigation versus just one navigator. Okay. Uh, I mean, I was mostly thinking about like the, um, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Make it very simple, right? If you're talking about, like you said, the shop section, you have just slash shop would be one way to do it. Yeah. Is there any kind of like, um, I mean, because now we're like a world, you know, we're a world, right? <laughs> How do you say that? We have different languages, right? Yeah. Is there any issue about like which characters you can and cannot accept within a route name? Hmm. Interesting. I haven't thought about that. You never try using an emoticon or something? No, I haven't. I should really try that. Uh, but then again, yeah, it 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 would. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, for for the definition of routes, you can use it. It's not something Beamer specific. I guess you can use anything that can be interpreted as string in Dart. But then the interesting question is, uh, how would the Flutter's uh, route information provider, uh, that's the one that connects, for example, browser and your application. So 
and th that's the one who takes the the URL from browser and give it gives it to your application. So how would it handle emoji emojis and stuff like that? I'm really not sure. But once it gets uh, to the app as a string, uh, then it's all the same. If it can get as a string. Strings within UTF, sorry, strings within Dart, I think are UTF-8, right? So it should be fine for nearly anything. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I definitely seen, yeah, you can definitely print out emojis in, in your strings, stuff like that. Yeah, so it should, should work, but yeah. Yeah, and they have backslashes, so special characters. And yeah, I guess maybe anybody out there who's been trying different things, I'm kind of curious to see if you use the emoticons, if that works out pretty well for you or not. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting to see. So I, I think the, the next thing we should be talking about is that um, you specifically pointed this out, is that you want to talk a little bit about Beamer 2.0, right? Beamer 2.0 is not out yet, right? Yeah, not not out. Unfortunately, not even that close to being out. Because I had so much work recently that I didn't manage to use. And here I apologize to everyone that I haven't yet answered because I really didn't have time lately. So yeah, I have my some internal plans that I was writing on, on some notes app on my phone. I didn't even create issues for that because I'm... I wasn't because there are too many ideas that I'm getting for version two, and that I I would first like sort them out and evaluate them for myself, and then I'll, I'll put some discussion on Beamer Discord or issues or discussions on GitHub because we also have Beamer Discord uh, server with close to three hundred people discussing Beamer there. Uh, yeah, so uh, one major thing that that is being requested for years now, we can say, and it's being requested in all of the navigation packages, I think, in some way. Those are the, uh, if the navigation package has a concept of guards or redirects, something like that, then most of the people, I mean, most of the redirection flows are async. So, but, and most of the people want to, so you can have async handlers uh, out of the box. So like you can assign futures to your guards, let's say. But that's that's a bit problematic. Like for, first of all, it is not a limitation because you can still uh, you can still write your logic and your flows without using async directly in guards. I mean because you can have async handled in how it is handled in your domain or anything and then you can just trigger the beamer to rerun the guards that were not async so it they will uh, synchronously check what's the current state that you want to check but that state may have been asynchronously updated but beamer will update only when when you when you tell it to so it's not a limitation but it's also a tough feature because uh, what Beamer does, every time you navigate, uh, you you need to rebuild the navigator and you really need to call the build method of the router delegate. And build method cannot be async. And you can do guards async if they are not the first build. So, But most of the <laughs> authentication flows and stuff, really you want to do the async stuff at the first build. So that's problematic because uh, yeah, that, that that's that's problematic. So I'm not really sure. I want to provide something that would maybe support async somehow, but I'm really not sure about that. Uh, so that's one thing uh, that's bothering me for many, many months. Uh, the other things are just improvements uh, improvements in some parameter names in guards, uh, then improvements. Let me let me just. I have the notes app. Let me just check it because I there's so much, so I'm not sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to talk about that. That's. 
I would say the it's hard to say bad things about your product, but I know what's the worst thing about Beamer. The worst thing about Beamer is that it kind of doesn't know uh, to pop by itself sometimes. So it, it's a it's a tough topic uh, because I mean you can do most use cases like ninety five percent of use cases you won't see that issue. But when you uh, stumble upon it, the solution is not, I mean, there are solutions. So it's not, again, it's not a limitation. It's not a, a flaw. But the solution is kind of not that intuitive. So, for example, if you, if you, uh, so Beamer has no concept currently of, of kind of like routing structure. So you, as, we, as you remember, in BIM location, you have to uh, override two things. You have to override path patterns and build pages. Path patterns, you just list all the paths that you want to handle. And build pages, you declare what kind of a list of pages that you want to be on the screen. But there is no, uh, like... Uh, like there, there is no uh, like structure to to what when you pop a page. So when you pop a page from that list, now Beamer has to okay. It sees that it has just one page left. Okay, but then it needs to update the URL. But it doesn't know at that point what the URL should be, because that's just the page on the screen. You didn't tell it what the page. So Beamer can do two things. By default, Beamer will just remove one path segment from the URL. We'll just remove it. Uh, the other uh, the other strategy is to go to the route go to the route that was before in the URL. But neither of those approaches is perfect. But you can do a third thing. You can manually declare in that beam page that you popped, you can declare okay after I pop, what do I want the URL to be? So that's that. We're missing a structure because I wanted beam locations to be so versatile. Remember I was talking about the page stack of three where you can just remove the middle one, stuff like that. And that is kind of implying that you don't have a strict structure of routes. So routes can be whatever you, you can build whatever pages you want and URLs, uh, the, 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 the routes you can declare. So you can declare both independently and that's kind of uh, somehow sometimes a flaw uh, so yeah i i will work on that for beamer version 2 so you can optionally if you want declare a structure to your route so all of the pops will be natural so in those like five to ten percent of use cases where you encounter this you won't have to do anything manually. It will just work as you expect, probably. So that's that's a big thing I'm trying to work on. And with that, with kind of rewriting the guards a bit and the structure, I would be happy to announce version two with just those two major major features. Because all the other stuff, I guess it's working pretty good. Oh yeah, I, I would like to add another like small feature that's also not necessary but it's all of those features are not necessary and you can do most of the stuff already yourself uh, but i'd like to kind of make it even easier for developer for for example deep links for example if you uh, deep links work fine because that's how beamer and navigator 2.0 were designed i mean if you type in the browser like uh, shop items 3 you will get exactly to that item details page with a stack of pages. That works fine. But what happens when you type uh, shop slash item slash tree, but then you're not authenticated and your app first needs to go to login. And for example, you want to automatically, after you successfully log in, you want to be at the, at the item tree that you that you and while you're logging in the URL is changing so it's not item 3 anymore so you would like to go back to that where you, where you wanted to go first 
with the deep link. So that's something you would you currently need to do manually, like in some state. Remember the path that the user wanted to enter after the authentication is done, direct him there. But I'm trying to make this uh, make this feature into the Beamer, so you could just uh, say something like uh, Beamer dot remember initial route, or it would be remember it. Uh, yeah, it would remember it. But then you could use that initial route in your guards that are redirecting. So you could use that after authentication to redirect the user there without needing to store that uh, yourself in your application. So that's a good improvement. Yeah, I mean, uh, that that definitely makes sense. I was just taking a look at Beamer again, and it uh, seems like the easiest way to work with the routing is just using the routes part. I think it's pretty clear. And it actually builds a whole stack, right, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it automatically builds a stack. Uh, how you want it so yeah that's the simplest api so anyone who is like uh, uh, most of the people so, some people just want to for example migrate their app that weren't wasn't using navigator 2.0 to use it and then i say to them just okay let's just uh, let's just define the routes for example some of them already had the routes property in the material app so you just kind of rework that a bit and I think build 20, 30 lines of code and you're migrated to Navigate 2.0. I've had like a couple of examples like that. But then, yeah, and then over time, and, and that's the difference between Beamer and others, because in others you have just have to declare the route somehow and that's it. But you don't have much freedom beyond that. But in Beamer, if you figure out, okay, this is getting, this route's uh, map list is getting a bit too big, I would like to organize it, kind of separate the routes that are related, then you then you use Beam locations. Okay, yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I did look at it, play around with it. I kind of liked it, but I still didn't totally get everything. Uh, I was a little bit rushed at the time too, so I think that was also part of the issue since I didn't really pay a lot of attention to it. But yeah, this is, this is something I had to come back to. I haven't had to use some extensive routing yet. Mm. We do have one web application right now, which is using GitX, I think, which has its own routing solution, but we're currently taking GitX out of it. So we may take a look at Beamer as a replacement. I'm not too sure yet. Yeah. Something to think about still. Nice. Would you would you you'd be very proud if I told you we were gonna use Beamer, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh maybe to encourage you even more, uh I guess Mike uh, Mike was also on your show. Uh he he recently got the time finally to take a look at Beamer after my Futter Lithuania talk and he left a comment on that. Uh, he said it's amazing. And he even tweeted about Beamer that that he was amazed how Beamer is really solving the the things that are are causing uh, much trouble to others. You mean he wants to submit a patch to help with some trouble? Are you saying, or did I hear that incorrectly? No, 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 you, no, no. I said that he's amazed how Beamer is efficiently solving oh. the thing that others are struggling with. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is pretty cool. I mean, but yeah. I mean, you cannot you cannot go wrong. I mean, with any of the at least the three Flutter favorites. I mean, you cannot go wrong. As as Tom also said, and I've been saying this, they really are doing the same thing under the hood. Uh, okay, some of them like Beamer have had additional features, uh, what you can do. But if if they are Flutter favorites, they definitely work. So it's it, and it's definitely. Uh, easier to switch between them than it is for state management solutions. State management solutions can get quite different, but the routing solutions, I mean, there there's not much to it because you have to define routes and then you have to navigate to those routes. It's always the same. But yeah, Beamer, Beamer provides the, if you need nested navigation, definitely go with Beamer. And if you have a bunch of routes also go with Beamer. 
and use beam locations. Let's try it this way. Is there a situation that you don't recommend Beamer? Hmm. Good question, right? <laughs> no, yeah, good question. Uh, okay, yeah, as I said, I currently wouldn't recommend Beamer if you want to have some crazy route structure. Because, uh, I mean, you can get it done, but it will not feel natural. Uh, until Beamer version 2. So if you, for example, want to have a shop uh, on your slash route, then uh, items uh, on... Okay, not like that. If you want to have shop items on slash routes, shop on uh, slash shop slash something slash something else route. So if you want to have that crazy structure that uh, then you would have to, in all the BIM pages, you would have to define where does this pop, where does this, what 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 the part needs to be when this pops, and stuff like that. But yeah, for, and maybe, yeah, I, I guess, but that's not, that's not really an issue, it's like, maybe just cumbersome to do it, but, mm, I really cannot think of anything where, where I wouldn't suggest Beamer. Okay, I think that's a, a that's a tough good question. sign. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I want. I want to hit people with the tough questions, right? Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I have any other questions. Is there anything that you wanted people to know about Beamer? To know about what you're up to? Are you doing any new talks coming up soon that we should be paying attention to? Oh well, not. I don't have anything scheduled. I mean, I will be at Water Vikings uh, in the in the end of October. Uh, what the August? Uh, so I'll definitely like to meet uh, some Beamer fans and anyone else on Father Vikings live. Uh, um, yeah, I'll definitely post on Twitter. Yeah, follow me on Twitter for for Beamer news. That's definitely what I would recommend. And feel free to join uh, Beamer Discord, where if you are using Beamer and would like some help and advice. And all of, all of the people who who, uh, who created an issue on Beamer repo re recently and haven't yet responded, I again apologize because I was way too busy. Okay. And with that, I mean, everybody, if you have not checked out Beamer, check out Beamer, check out Route Masters, see which one you think is more suitable for you, and check out GoRouter too. That's another one I think is really fantastic. So no matter what, you're working with Router 2.0 underneath the hood. Just different ways to do the same thing. Yeah. All right. And we'll be trying to check you out uh, for Flutter Vikings coming up. So Flutter Vikings is coming uh, August 31st to September 1st. And that's also online conference, I think, right? Yeah, definitely will be online too. Yeah. Great. And so with that, uh, thank you for coming. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back again when, when Beamer 2.0 finally comes out. Maybe we can talk to see all the changes that are out there. Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks for having me.